This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 63 degrees at 604. Reports of fog around the area. Visibility at the airport down to a quarter of a mile. We'll have mostly sunny skies later on today and a high in the mid-80s. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says there is a potential for some more heavy rain, and that could cause issues with area waterways. While the region got a break from heavy weather and even steady rain for a day, the ground is still saturated and rivers and streams running high continuing concerns about spot flooding. The National Weather Service says in a hazardous weather outlook updated at 3.30 this morning that isolated severe thunderstorms and locally heavy rain are possible. NOAA says scattered showers and thunderstorms are forecast to move into the area late in the afternoon lasting into the night. A few of the strongest storms could become severe with damaging wind gusts and large hail, especially in central New York. Again, with soils still very wet from several bouts of rain during the past week, isolated flash flooding will also be possible. Locations that recently experienced flooding will be more vulnerable to the additional rainfall. Also, with waterways running high and fast, people are advised to stay away from rivers and streams and especially keep a close watch on children and pets. Broome County is reporting 26 new COVID-19 cases for the week from July 12th to 19th, but no additional deaths, while New York State's positivity rate remains now above 1% again. Much of the increase in the statewide positivity rate is driven by the spread of the more contagious Delta variant, mainly downstate. Broome County is hosting a number of vaccination clinics this week for people who still have not gotten protection from COVID-19. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine will be given at the Health Department on Front Street Thursday from 1 to 3 p.m., while the single dose Johnson & Johnson will be available also Thursday at Love's Travel Stop Truck Stop in Kirkwood from noon till 3 p.m. The J&J vaccine will also be given at Ross Park Zoo on Saturday from noon to 3 p.m. Next week on July 30th, the Broome County Health Department will host a clinic for the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine at the Broome County Fair in Whitney Point from 1 till 4 p.m. Broome County is still also offering vaccines on demand. Groups of 10 or more can sign up for the health department to bring the vaccines directly on site. New York State is still operating. The walk-in clinic at the former Gannett Publishing Facility next to the Johnson City Walmart that's offering the Pfizer vaccine that's approved for 12 to 17 year olds as well as adults and the J&J vaccine. WMBF First News Time 607. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio says he does not plan to reinstate a citywide mask mandate even as COVID-19 cases increase downstate. There have been calls for New York City to follow the lead of Los Angeles County which announced last week it would require masks to be worn indoors amid a snap increase in virus cases. But de Blasio insists vaccinations are better strategy for the nation's most populous city. There has been no statewide movement for reinstating a mask mandate at this point, even with the positivity rate climbing above the 1% mark again. Yesterday, Albany reported the percent positive was at 1.18% with a seven-day positive percent at 1.26%. A total of 21,812,432 vaccine doses have been administered in New York State. 59.3% of all New Yorkers have had at least one dose, according to state accounts, with 54.6% completely vaccinated. WMBF First News Time 608. Someone in the area suddenly has a little more spending money. 
New York Lottery has announced that a winning Take 5 ticket was bought last week in Binghamton. According to a news release, one top prize ticket for Sunday's drawing was sold in the state. That prize is $50,242.50 before taxes. Winning ticket was bought at the Marabito Convenience Store on Broad Avenue on Binghamton's east side. The winning numbers in Sunday night's drawing were 15, 21, 29, 30, and 35. The person who has that ticket with those numbers has one year from the drawing to claim the prize. And Pennsylvania smashed its record for gambling revenue in the most recent fiscal year. The Pennsylvania Gaming Control Board reported yesterday that casinos, truck stops, and fantasy sports operators collected nearly $3.9 billion in revenue. The rebound comes after pandemic-related shutdowns knocked casino revenue down significantly. The total for the fiscal year ending June 30th beat the previous high two years ago by about 17% and last year's take by more than 40%. Revenue from slot machines and from table games remains lower than record highs, but online casino gambling and sports betting leaped two new records. Gambling revenue also benefited from the opening of two new casinos in the Keystone State. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. News Time 610. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And watch out for some patchy fog this morning. Could reduce visibility in some parts of the Twin Tiers. We have no reports of traffic trouble early on your Tuesday. If things change, as they sometimes do, we'll let you know if there are any serious crashes or delays. Of course, be careful as you travel through work zones later today. We'll probably get set up in the next uh, hour or so. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today. Some scattered showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High 82. Scattered showers and thunderstorms tonight. Otherwise mainly clear. Low 62. Some patchy fog will form overnight. Tomorrow, mostly sunny. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 86. And then... We look ahead for the um, forecast on Thursday. Not too bad with a sunny day, high 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 65 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 612 coming up on First News. 615 Sports, 618 Business News, 620 Dr. Sanjay Gupta. He says it's time to play catch-up. We have spent so much time over the past year and a half focused on COVID. Perhaps we have neglected other health concerns. Dr. Gupta will address that coming up in a few minutes. And then at 6.50 this morning, Kim Commando with her Tuesday digital update. The question is... Facebook claims to be trying to save journalism. Is that true? Can you believe Facebook is trying to really save journalism? Kim Commando will explore that question coming up on WNBF's First News. WNBF News Time, 6.15. Now. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 
And checking sports on this Tuesday morning. Binghamton Rumble Ponies get started with uh, Homestand coming up tonight. They'll play six games over the next six days at our stadium in downtown Binghamton. Tonight's game, first pitch set for 635 as the Ponies host the Erie Seawolves. Uh, Major League Baseball last night, what a game. <laughs> what a game in Cincinnati. The final score... 15 to 11, the Mets outlasting Cincinnati in 11 innings. Michael Conforto hit his second home run of the game in the 11th inning, and that gave the Mets a 15 to 10 lead over the Reds. One ball, no strikes on Conforto, the pitch. That's it in the air to deep center field. Back for this one is Naquin, and that ball is gone. Back to back homers in the 11th. Conforto's hit two tonight, and the Mets now have a 15 to 10 lead. That was the call on WCBS 880 last night. Again, the final. The Mets 15, the Reds 11. Yankees were off yesterday. They will start their series against the Phillies at the stadium tonight. Elsewhere in the world of sports, U.S. women's national team has become adept at shutting out all the outside distractions at big tournaments, and the Tokyo Olympics are no different. The top-ranked team and the defending World Cup champions arrived in Japan a few days ago, and they've been training for their Olympic opener. The Americans face Sweden tomorrow when the women's soccer tournament kicks off in Japan. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 617. Coming up, Business News Time 618. Checking business news. Things are looking up for U.S. markets today after an abysmal performance yesterday. Uh, right now, Dow futures are up 203 and NASDAQ futures are up 74. Asian shares fell, though, as worries grew that a faster-spreading variant of the coronavirus could upend the global economy. Benchmarks in Japan and South Korea, Australia, and China declined in afternoon trading. Worries about the pandemic continue in Japan with three days to go before the Olympics opening. Several athletes and more than 60 non-athletes affiliated with the Games have tested positive about 22% of the Japanese population has been vaccinated at this point. Online brokerage Robinhood is looking for a market valuation of up to $35 billion. The company said in a regulatory filing that it would like to sell 55 million shares in an initial public offering in a range of $38 to $42 per share. Human rights and press freedom activists are up in arms about that new report on NSL Group, the notorious Israeli hacker-for-hire company. The report expands public knowledge of the target list used in NSO's military-grade spyware. According to the report, that not only includes journalists, rights activists, and opposition political figures, but also people close to them. U.N. High Commissioner for Human Rights Michelle Bachelet said, 
If the allegations of widespread targeting by NSO's Pegasus malware are even partly true, a red line has been crossed again and again with total impunity. This is the latest in business news. On WNBS First News Binghamton, good morning. It's Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph with Kathy White with your first briefing as you start the second day of the work week. 65 degrees right now, some patchy fog around the region. We're looking for a high today around 86. It's time now for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, sponsored by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Time to play catch up. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Together, we've gotten through the acute phase of the pandemic. But as a doctor and a journalist, I'm concerned about the slow burn coronavirus is going to have on all of us for years to come. So many people, understandably and by necessity, put off important medical care over the last year and a half. Cancer screenings, treatment for heart disease, diabetes, you name it. In kids, research shows childhood vaccinations for things other than COVID-19 have fallen off a cliff. The CDC recommends children get 14 different vaccines to protect them against 19 different pathogens. And the timing of when your kids get these shots is important in creating the strongest immunity. But it's not too late. Catching up does take time. So please jumpstart the process with your pediatrician as soon as possible. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Ah, there's no place like Panera, where a bite of the toasty, saucy chipotle chicken avocado melt tastes like, oh, focaccia. A cool and refreshing strawberry poppy seed salad al fresco is so sweet. And a cheesy chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza in your favorite booth feels just right. So treat yourself, because there's no place like Panera. Order on the app today. Restrictions apply. Visit PaneraBread.com. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning right here on WNBF's First News. Coming up, we'll have a check of traffic and weather together. Plus, at 6.30, Kathy White with the latest news from the WNBF News Center. 623-5118. The call is free. The consultation is free. Call 800-211-5118. That's 800-211-5118. First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And there are no reports of traffic trouble at this stage. Everything seems to be a smooth ride in. Similar to yesterday morning, watch out for some areas of dense fog, and that could slow you down in some spots with reduced visibility. We'll keep you clued in of uh, any traffic problems that might develop throughout the morning right here on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today, high 86 
Then tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds, low 63. Partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 76. The extended outlook, sunny Thursday, high 77. Sunny Friday, high 77. Mostly sunny Saturday, high 81. Three days in a row, sound quite nice toward the end of the week. And then uh, rounding out the weekend on Sunday, mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, the high 80. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 65. The National Weather Service forecasters say scattered showers and thunderstorms will move into the Twin Tiers late this afternoon. Continuing tonight, a few of the strongest storms could become severe with damaging wind gusts and large hail. Of course, with the soil um, very, very wet from several bouts of rain over the last several days, isolated flash flooding will be possible. Locations that recently experienced flooding will be more vulnerable to additional rainfall. So pay attention to the weather. Conditions could change rapidly. Remember, listen to WNBF for the latest in terms of any warnings that might be issued throughout the day today. Coming up on WNBF today, Binghamton Now at its new time, 8 to 10. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell the kids, and of course, let your dogs and cats know. Binghamton Now is now heard Monday through Friday from 8 to 10, and one of our guests will be former Broome County Executive Barbara Fiala. Plus your phone calls on Binghamton Now, starting after the 8 o'clock news. WNBF News Time, 8, or rather 6. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 63 degrees at 630. Some fairly dense fog around the region, reducing visibility to a quarter mile, maybe even less in some spots. After that clears out, we should have sunny skies today and a high in the mid-80s. Jeff Bezos is about to soar on his space travel company's first flight with people on board. The founder of Blue Origin, as well as Amazon, will become the second billionaire to ride his own rocket. He'll blast off this morning from West Texas with his brother, an 18-year-old from the Netherlands, and an 82-year-old woman aviation pioneer from Texas. President Joe Biden says his infrastructure and family agenda must be passed to sustain economic momentum. He is aiming to set the tone for a crucial week of congressional negotiations on two separate bills that would together spend over $4 trillion. But Senate Republicans are signaling they will likely oppose a procedural vote set for tomorrow on a bipartisan infrastructure bill. They want to wait until more details are worked out and plan to filibuster to block it. Senators are wrangling over how to pay for for nearly $1 trillion in new spending on highway, water system, and other public works projects. Asian shares have fallen as worries grow that a faster-spreading variant of the coronavirus could upend the global economic recovery. Benchmarks in Japan, South Korea, Australia, and China declined in afternoon trading. Worries about the pandemic continue in Japan with three days to go before the Tokyo Olympics open. Several athletes and more than 60 non-athletes affiliated with the Games have tested positive. 
WMBF First News Time, 632. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and U.S. Senator Charles Schumer are among officials applauding Canada's move to reopen the border after 16 months of cutting off families and business due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Canada announced it will reopen its borders to fully vaccinated individuals with U.S. citizenship beginning August 9th for non-essential travel, but maintains a right to test anyone crossing into the country. Travelers must have been fully vaccinated 14 days prior to crossing and show proof of vaccination. Americans traveling to Canada must abide by local health measures, including wearing a mask in public, carrying proof of vaccination, and monitoring for COVID-19 symptoms. Unvaccinated children under 12 will be allowed to cross into Canada if they are accompanied by a vaccinated parent or guardian. Governor Cuomo says the past 16 months have been especially difficult for people separated from their loved ones and for businesses along the border. The Democrat continues to urge everyone to get vaccinated in order to, quote, put COVID behind us once and for all. WMBF First News Time 633. Well, there is a potential for some more heavy rain and thunderstorms today, and that could cause some more issues with spot flooding. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says isolated severe thunderstorms could develop this evening and into tonight. There is a rainfall potential of up to a half inch with more rain on Wednesday that could add less than a tenth of an inch. Even with fairly low rainfall totals expected, authorities warn the ground is already saturated and water levels high, adding to a risk of some isolated flooding problems problems. Residents are also reminded to stay away from fast-moving rivers and smaller tributaries and keep an especially close watch on children and pets around waterways that are very dangerous. River conditions are also unsafe for boating until the water levels go down. New York State Senator Fred Akshar is asking Governor Andrew Cuomo to request a federal disaster declaration from for Broome, Shenango, and Otsego counties due to flood damage last week. The Binghamton Republican, Senator Peter Oberacker of Skenevis, and Assemblyman Joseph Angelino of Norwich say the damage from the heavy rain July 11th through the 18th is expected to run into the millions of dollars. The Republicans say the local governments and residents have experienced flood damage that will, quote, far exceed their ability to recover on their own. There are still some parts of roads and bridges that are closed or barely barely passable due to the water damage. WMBF First News Time, 634. After being grounded due to the pandemic, the program that offers free flights from the southern tier to the Washington, D.C. monuments for veterans is ready to take off again. The Twin Tiers Honor Flight has announced it will take flight with its 10th mission on September 15th with 75 veterans and their guests. Broome County is contributing $25,000 to the nonprofit. The program gives preference to older veterans, World War II and Korean conflict survivors, and veterans who may be terminally ill, and covers all expenses for the veterans. Companions accompanying the vets pay a small fee to cover their costs. Sign-up information can be found at www.twintiershonorflight.org. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph with Kathy White. This is First News Binghamton, the right way to start your day, Monday through Friday from 6 to 8, then Binghamton Now from 8 to 10. Today, we'll have former Broome County Executive Barbara Fiala and more 
So stay tuned for Binghamton Now. Later this morning, from 10 to noon, the Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. He starts things off with Oliver North talking about his new book, and he'll be uh, focusing on the book and China. Also, there will be um, more information about COVID vaccines, the news of the day, and Jamie Metzl. We'll talk about COVID origins, all that and more on the Brian Kilmeade Show from 10 to noon on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Remember, our weekday afternoon lineup includes the Dan Bongino Show from noon to 3 and Sean Hannity from 3 to 6. It's all for you on WNBF 638. First news, Bingham. News time, 640. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. We're off to a decent start. Quiet on area roadways. No reports of serious crashes or unanticipated problems. Of course, if something pops up, we will let you know about it right away. With traffic and weather together every 15 minutes on First News Binghamton. And we'll bring you traffic bulletins at once. If you find out there's a serious crash or some kind of delay, we'll get it on the air as quickly as possible to keep you out of the jam. Now, the forecast from the National Weather Service. It's going to be an active weather day uh, late this afternoon and into tonight with scattered showers and thunderstorms. A few of the strongest storms could become severe with damaging wind gusts and large hail. And, of course, the soil is wet. In most places, because of all the rain over the last week or so, isolated flash flooding will be a possibility in parts of the Twin Tiers. Places that have experienced flooding will be more vulnerable to additional rainfall late today. Here's the official forecast. Areas of fog this morning, otherwise mostly sunny, high 86. Tonight, cloudy, showers and thunderstorms. Mainly before midnight, some of those storms could produce gusty winds. Rainfall generally between one quarter and one half inch, low 63. Partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 76. And sunny Friday, high 77. Right now, actually sunny uh, Thursday, high 77. Forecast is uh, identical for Thursday and Friday. Nice days ahead. 65 right now. Bit of patchy fog in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 642. And coming up on First News Binghamton, we will check sports at 645. We'll have a business update from ABC's Jim Ryan. Wall Street now. Things at the moment are looking a bit better today for trading on U.S. markets, although things are a little shaky in early trading in Asia and Europe. So we'll get a a preview of what we might expect from Jim Ryan coming up in just a few minutes. And at 6.50, Kim Commando will address the important question. Maybe you've heard these reports that Facebook claims... It's taking steps to try to save journalism. Is that true? Facebook saving journalism. That's the issue. 
that Kim Commando will be addressing coming up in just a few minutes on the Tuesday edition of First News Binghamton. Good morning at 643 News Radio 1290 WNBF WNBF.com. WNBF News Time 645. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And the Rumble Ponies will be swinging back in into action tonight at the stadium as they host the Erie Sea Wolves. And the first pitch is scheduled at 6:35 this evening. So if you've been uh, looking forward to seeing some baseball in Binghamton tonight's the night, keep your fingers crossed that um, the rain will not interfere with the uh, expected enjoyment of America's pastime. Again, that's the Rumble Ponies and the Sea Wolves scheduled for a 6.35 start tonight, first of six games in that series. Also, taking a look at some other baseball news, last night in Cincinnati, Jeff McNeil hit a tie-breaking single in the 11th inning. Kevin Pillar added a three-run homer, and the Mets went deep seven times to pull out a wild 15-11 win over the slumping Reds. Michael Conforto connected twice, including a solo shot that capped a five-run outburst in the 11th as the National League uh, East leaders handed Cincinnati its fourth straight loss to open the second half. Meanwhile, Mets manager Louis Rojas has been suspended for two games and fined for excessive arguing with umpires. His outburst followed a bizarre play in Pittsburgh Sunday. Rojas was to begin serving his suspension last night at Cincinnati. And yes, he did. Bench coach Dave Joss took over the managerial duties. The argument followed a misplay by Mets starter Taiwan Walker that allowed the Pirates to score three runs. Walker swatted at a ball that he thought was foul, but it was called fair, and no Mets players retrieved it. Rojas says he still believes the ball was foul. But he gets uh, a couple of days as a timeout to uh, contemplate his response to what happened there. And that is the latest in sports on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 647 coming up on First News Wall Street. Tuesday morning, 648. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Mounting anxiety over the spread of the Delta coronavirus variant handed the Dow Jones its worst session since October. The Dow yesterday gave up 726 points to close back below 34,000. The S&P 500 gave up 1.5%. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. Oil prices also fell Monday. Investors fearing that the Delta variant will stall travel and decrease demand for fuel. U.S. crude futures dropped 7.5% to 66.42 a barrel. The nation's three largest opioid distributors reportedly plan to move forward with a $21 billion global settlement of lawsuits. Opioid overdoses have claimed more than 500,000 lives worldwide since 1999. It's launch day for Jeff Bezos and his Blue Origin Space Tourism Company. Bezos and a crew of three will strap themselves onto the new Shepard rocket and blast off for an 11-minute journey into suborbital space. Jim Ryan, ABC News. 
Jeff Bezos in space. Hope he doesn't get lost. That would make for a great TV series. Can you imagine Bezos lost in space? Danger, danger, danger. Where's Jeff Bezos? What happened to JB? He's lost in space, my friend. Anyway, we'll see what happens with the uh, big launch, which I believe is coming up in a couple of hours. So we will monitor that carefully because I know everyone wants to pay attention to billionaires in space when you think about it, whether it's Jeff Bezos or, well, any billionaire. I can think of a few billionaires we might want to book for a space flight. I think every billionaire should go into space at least once. And, of course, every radio host. 6.50, good morning. What is Facebook up to? That's what Kim Commando wants to know. Facebook claims it's investing $1.6 billion to, quote, save journalism which raises some serious questions, like saving it from what? Or how about this? Maybe it's not a helping hand. Maybe it's a bribe. Kim Commander here brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. The stars are not aligned in favor of Facebook. The company led by the Napoleonic Mark Zuckerberg has managed to alienate most members of Congress, liberal or conservative. Heavy regulations are certainly coming. So where is all this $1.6 billion going to really? The Washington Post investigations can't tell. The former New York Times CEO said that the paper is getting far more than $3 million a year in payments from Facebook. But again, the question is why? As Facebook tries to repair its tattered relations and public image, could payoffs be the most expedient way? Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. A few decades ago, Private citizens used to be largely that, private. What's changed? The Internet. Now everything you've browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted can be crawled through, collected, and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record, your record. That's why I turn to ExpressVPN to keep my data private every time I go online. There are hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data. The worst part is, they don't have to tell you who they're selling it to or get your consent. But ExpressVPN reroutes your connection through an encrypted server and masks your IP address, making it more difficult for third parties to identify you and harvest your data. So do what I did and secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim and get three extra months for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S VPN.com slash Kim expressvpn.com slash Kim. Kim Commando with tech updates every weekday morning here on First News Binghamton from News Radio 1290. ABC News will cover the nation and the world in seven minutes at seven o'clock. Right after that, Kathy White live from the WNBF News Center with the local and regional report. All the information you need to know to start your Tuesday. We're here for you. Live and local, WNBF's First News, Binghamton, 653. The Don Giovanni Show. Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back. 
with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Great weekends with Don Giovanni, Bill Flynn, and more on WNBF. Of course, the news with Kevin Bixby on Sunday mornings. WNBF, where news breaks first. Marin County, Florida. A couple of guys pulled a fallen bicyclist from the jaws of an alligator. The rider fell into a creek where an eight-foot gator grabbed onto him and dragged him into the water. Scott Lorraine was at the scene and said the gator spun the guy around and let him go long enough for someone to pull him out. The biker was flown to a hospital. Serious condition. Lorraine says the creek is a spot where the gators love to hunt. They sit there because they can be hidden, still, and then go after whatever prey. Well, of course they're going to sit there. They're gators. They're gators. So the gator was captured, and they say she'll be taken to a breeding farm. He was fixing to go down. And I, I said, I don't know if you're a praying man, but... And all of a sudden, the gator just let him go. Maybe didn't taste right. I don't know. Who knows why a gator would attack? And furthermore, who knows why a gator would just let the kid go? But fortunately, it happened, and it appears that the kid is going to survive. But it was a scary time there in Marin County. kid held on to me while I reached down. I was able to... Just somehow muscle him out of the water. Oof. Well, we have enough trouble around here with, um, oh, say skunks. Skunks may be annoying, but the bottom line with skunks is at least they probably aren't going to attack you. In most cases. I'm sure there have been... Rare episodes somewhere, somehow, somebody has documented a rare skunk attack that may have happened and end well. But I'm sure it was probably decades ago, and most likely it was just a misunderstanding. Listening to First News Binghamton on WNBF, and we, of course, invite you to stay with us for more news until 8 o'clock. And then the information continues with Binghamton Now here on News Radio 1290. There is a lot to talk about. Yes, Barbara Fiala will be in the studio. She'll be talking with us about a few things. The uh, things that happened when she was county executive. Who knows? Remember, she also was the state motor vehicle commissioner for a time as well. So Barbara Fiala and more coming up on Binghamton Now today from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 656. Traffic and weather together. News Time 658. Nothing is more important than your vote. Traffic now, and Newsmax's Sean Spicer and Lindsey Keith are Radio 1290. WNBF. Watch <laughs> A little crosstalk there. Traffic wise, so far so good on this Tuesday morning. We're aware of no crashes at this point. We'll let you know if that changes. 
The forecast from the National Weather Service Sunday today, 86 showers and thunderstorms tonight. Some storms could produce gusty winds. There will be a risk of flooding in some parts of the Twin Tiers. Low 63, partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of thunderstorms. High 76, sunny Thursday, high 77. Right now, sultry in downtown Binghamton with a little bit of patchy fog. The boots. 65 at News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time, 6 Joseph Tuesday morning, where news breaks first. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 63 degrees, still socked in by fog at 704. Visibility reported now at about a half mile. Sunshine later today and a high in the mid-80s. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says there is still a potential for some more heavy rain, and that can still cause some issues with area waterways. While the region is getting a break from some heavy weather and the steady rain for a day or two, the ground is still saturated and rivers and streams running high, continuing the concerns about spot flooding. The National Weather Service says in a hazardous weather outlook updated at 3.30 this morning, that isolated severe thunderstorms and locally heavy rain are possible. NOAA says scattered showers and thunderstorms are forecast to move into the area late this afternoon and lasting into tonight. A few of the strongest storms could become severe with damaging wind gusts and large hail, especially in central New York. Again, with soil still very wet from recent bouts of rain during the past week, Isolated flash flooding will also be possible. Locations that recently experienced flooding would be more vulnerable to additional rainfall. Also, with waterways running high and fast, people are advised to stay away from the rivers and streams, especially keep a close watch on children and pets. Broome County is reporting 26 new COVID-19 cases for the week from July 12th through the 19th, but no additional deaths. While New York's positivity rate remains statewide above 1% again. Much of the increase in the statewide positivity rate is driven by the spread of the more contagious Delta variant, mainly downstate. Broome County is hosting a number of vaccination clinics this week for people who still have not gotten protection from COVID-19. The first dose of the Moderna vaccine will be given at the Health Department on Front Street on Thursday from 1 to 3 p.m., while the single-dose Johnson & Johnson will be available also Thursday at Love's Travel Stop Truck Stop in Kirkwood from noon till 3 p.m. The J&J vaccine will also be given at Ross Park Zoo on Saturday. That's from noon to 3 p.m. Next week, on July 30th, the Broome County Health Department will host a clinic for the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine at the Broome County Fair in Whitney Point from 1 until 4 p.m. Broome County is also still offering vaccines on demand. Groups of 10 or more can sign up for the health department to bring the vaccines directly on site. New York State is still operating the walk-in clinic at the former Gannett Printing Facility next to the Johnson City Walmart. That is offering the Pfizer vaccine that's approved for 12 to 17-year-olds, as well as the J&J vaccine. New York State Police say several people were injured in a jet ski crash in a central New York waterway. Troopers were called to Oneida Lake near Three Mile Bay at around 7 p.m. yesterday for a report that a 2003 Sea-Doo jet ski had crashed into a fishing boat. Authorities say 54-year-old Michael Easterly of Liverpool and his passenger on the jet ski, 31-year-old Samantha Precourt from Syracuse, failed to notice the bass boat and plowed into it. Neither of the occupants of the boat was hurt, but Easterly was airlifted to Upstate University Medical Center in Syracuse, where he's listed in critical condition with a leg injury. 
Precourt was taken to the hospital with leg and face injuries. The state police are continuing to investigate the crash. WMBF First News Time 707. The Pennsylvania Department of Transportation is preparing for winter, but not by stockpiling road salt or buying new plows, but by advertising for help. PennDOT says it's hiring transportation equipment, CDL operators, diesel and construction equipment, and auto mechanics, and positions as radio dispatcher, custodian, stock clerk, semi-skilled laborer, welder, and tradesman helper. Pay rates range from fourteen twenty-five to over $20. The work is available on a seasonal basis from September 2021 to April 2022 with potential for promotion to a permanent position. Applications can be found at www.employment.pa.gov. Well, someone in the area suddenly has a little more pocket change. New York State Lottery has announced a winning Take 5 ticket was bought last week in Binghamton. According to a news release, one top prize ticket for Sunday's drawing was sold in the state. That prize is $50,242.50 before taxes. The winning ticket was bought at the Morabito Convenience Store on Broad Avenue on the east side of Binghamton. The winning numbers in Sunday night's drawing were 15, 21, 29, 30, and 35. Whoever bought that winning ticket has a year from the drawing date to claim their prize. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver Dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-914-4635. That's 1-800-914-4635. WNBF News Time 710. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. A Tuesday morning and... As is typically the case at this hour, no serious trouble has developed yet on area roadways, but things could change, and as traffic volume picks up, there's always a potential for a few delays or, unfortunately, even crashes. If there are issues, we will let you know. We bring you traffic and weather together every 15 minutes on First News Binghamton. If you see a traffic problem, you can let us know. 772-1290 is the traffic tip line at WNBF. Weather-wise, we have patchy fog in the region, and that is reducing visibility in parts of the Twin Tiers. Bear that in mind as you head out on your Tuesday commute, wherever you're going, or maybe you're just traveling through the Twins here. If so, good morning. Welcome to the Binghamton area. Stop in. If I see you out on Court Street, I'll uh, buy you a large coffee. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today, high 86. Cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds. Low 63, partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. High 76. And then three consecutive days of sunny skies. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sunny three days in a row. High on Thursday and Friday, 77. Saturday's high, 81. Right now, it's 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. National Weather Service forecasters say scattered showers and thunderstorms will move into the Twin Tiers late this afternoon and continue into tonight. A few of the strongest storms may become severe with damaging wind gusts and large hail and with soil still extremely wet. 
Because of several bouts of rain over the past week, isolated flash flooding is possible. So keep that in mind. Be weather aware. As they say on TV. They also say it on radio. Again, right now it's 65, some patchy fog around the Twin Tiers on your Tuesday morning. It's January 20th. I'm Bob Joseph with Kathy White. This is First News Binghamton. WNBF News Time, 713. Next, sports. Time, 715. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Rumble Ponies back in action tonight, starting a six game series hosting the Erie Seawolves. First pitch at the stadium at 635. Last night, what a contest in Cincinnati. Yes. The Mets were hot, but so were the Reds at some point, and the game wound up going 11 innings. In the end, the Mets prevailed 15-11. to 11. That's a lot of scoring, 26 runs in 11 innings. And again, the, uh, the Mets prevailing in Cincinnati, Things got off to uh, a good start with uh, our friend Pete Alonzo drilling a two-run home run in the first inning, and that gave the Mets a two-to-nothing lead against Cincy. One-one. Alonzo rips one in the air deep to left field. Winker is back, but that ball is gone. A home run for Pete Alonzo. It was a hanging slider from Gutierrez, and Alonzo crushed it into the seats and left to give the Mets an instant 2 nothing lead. Meanwhile, Mets manager Luis Rojas, he's taking a timeout. Sorry. He's been suspended for two games and fined for excessive arguing with umpires. You can argue a bit, but you may not argue excessively. His outburst followed a bizarre play Sunday in Pittsburgh. Rojas started serving his suspension last night, and bench coach uh, Dave Joss taking over the managerial duties for a couple of days. The argument followed a misplay by Mets starter Taiwan Walker that allowed the Pirates to score three ones. Walker swatted at a ball that he thought was foul, but it was called fair, and no Mets players retrieved it. Rojas says he still believes the ball was foul. Well, you can argue it up to a point, but... Obviously, if you argue it excessively, you need to take a time out. And that is what Mr. Rojas is doing. Toyota won't air any Olympic-themed ads on Japanese TV during the Tokyo Games, despite being one of the top corporate sponsors. That decision by the country's top automaker underlines the polarizing um, situation that the games have now become in Japan as COVID infections rise ahead of the opening ceremony on Friday. And that's sports news on WNBF at 718 checking business news, which we do at 18 and 48 past the hour on First News Binghamton. Things are, uh, well, a little unsettled when you look at world markets. Uh, right now, 
Things look potentially optimistic for U.S. markets when Wall Street opens up for trading in just over two hours. The Dow futures are up 145, NASDAQ up 65, and S&P futures now up 16 points. But Asian shares fell today as worries grow that a faster-spreading variant of the coronavirus could upend the global economic recovery. Benchmarks in Japan, South Korea, Australia, and China declined in afternoon trading today. Worries about the pandemic continue today. Just ahead of the Olympics Open, several athletes and more than 60 non-athletes affiliated with the Games have now tested positive. Human rights and press freedom activists are angry about that report on NSO Group, the notorious Israeli hacker-for-hire company. The report expands knowledge of the target list used in NSO's military-grade spyware. The report indicates that not only journalists, rights activists, and political figures were spied on, but also people close to them. UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Michelle Batchley says in a statement, if the allegations of widespread targeting by NSO's Pegasus malware are even partly true, in her words, a red line has been crossed again and again with total impunity. That's the latest in business news on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 7.20. And we're looking forward to Binghamton Now today in its new time slot. Binghamton Now, weekday mornings from 8 to 10. We'll be taking your phone calls, reading some of your emails, and, well, I wouldn't be surprised that we have a surprise guest. I know we do have one scheduled guest, former DMV Commissioner, Barbara Fiala and former Broome County Executive Barbara Fiala. So stay tuned for that and uh, potential surprises. This morning on Binghamton Now, followed by the Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 721. What is going on politically? Here are your political insights from ABC News. President Biden will welcome the Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, to the White House today. The second gentleman will also be there as the team is honored on the South Lawn. The president also holding his second cabinet meeting, marking six months in office. Vice President Kamala Harris will be in attendance. The Biden administration will begin the first wave of evacuation flights later this month for around 2,500 Afghans who aided the U.S. military. State Department spokesperson Ned Price says the evacuees have gone through a rigorous screening process. These are brave Afghans and their families, as we have said, whose service to the United States has been certified by the embassy in Kabul and who have completed thorough SIV security vetting processes. The Pentagon will temporarily house them while they complete the application process for a special visa. Dr. Anthony Fauci and CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky testifying before the Senate Health Committee today. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. Thanks, Lionel. And we'll keep you posted if there are political developments throughout the day today from the White House or elsewhere. You'll hear about them here on News Radio 1290. WNBF, it's 65 in downtown Binghamton. Sultry. Sultry. Very humid and in some areas very foggy. 
We're expecting sunny skies today and a high of 86. Watch out late in the day for potential strong storms. Some showers and thunderstorms could cause flooding in parts of the Twin Tiers. We'll have the complete forecast along with traffic coming up in our traffic and weather together updates in two minutes here on First News. And right after that, or almost right after that at 7.30, Kathy White will be in the WNBF News Center with your Tuesday news. This time, 7.25. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No traffic trouble reported to the WNBF traffic desk at this point. We're off to a nice, smooth start on all of our favorite highways, 17, 26, 34, 81, 86, 88, 363, 434, 962J, 38B, 201. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Still not a bad overview with... Uh, a decent start. Watch out for work zones. A lot of work going on with local, county, and state crews busy today with various projects. Some are major projects. Some are just routine maintenance projects. Slow down. When you see work crews, pay very close attention. Keep your eyes off the phone. Keep your eyes off the radio. Pay attention to where your vehicle is headed. And watch out for other drivers and watch out for workers in those work zones. Use caution. Don't want any trouble today. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. Areas of patchy, dense fog in some parts of the Twin Tiers for another hour or so. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, high 86. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds, low 63. Partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 76. Thursday will be nice, sunny. High 77. Right now, some patchy fog around the Twin Tiers. And 65 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 720. Tuesday morning, First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. We're joined now with uh, Karen Sweet O'Neill with a preview of her special feature, which we'll be listening to tomorrow morning around 720. Good morning, Karen. How are you? Well, I am well, and how are you? Super, super duper. duper. Yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes if people ask, instead of saying super duper, I just say swell. Swell. There's a word you don't hear a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, what, what, it, what it implies to people, if they hear someone say they're swell, it implies they're really too old. Oh, my stars. You know, my husband <laughs> used this word the other day. He said, I said, well, how are you about this, honey? So I'm a little befuddled. I said, befuddled. Well, I haven't heard that word in ages. I like that word. I'm going to write that down, and Uh and I'm going to try to insert it during Binghamton Now a little bit later this morning. Befuddled. Befuddled. And it's really a very good word. It is, because it applies to me about, yeah, well, it applies to me, I'd say, about 98% of the time. (laughs) Going through, I'm not sure. I go through the world bemused and befuddled. (laughs) <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. Tell us about uh, what we'll be discussing tomorrow morning around 720. We're going to talk about, you know, important financial issues 
that you need to consider and deal with throughout your life, okay? Especially when you have things around key life events, you know, like marriages, unfortunately, divorces in some cases, uh, purchases of uh, homes, um, the birth of children, paying for college, perhaps the death of a spouse or parents or what have you. And how it's so important to save and invest effectively when you're retiring or dealing with, you know, going into retirement. I cannot tell you, Bob, how many people are doing an early retirement these days. And, again, I don't know if it was because of last year and the dreadful COVID and people working remotely and deciding, you know, they wanted to change their uh, path in life or just a, a lot of different circumstances. So it's very important to have your ducks in a row before you retire if you can and at least know what you're looking at as far as costs go. So we're going to talk about all of those things tomorrow at what time, Bob? 7.20. 7.20, you're moving me up. 6.20 Central. I'm telling you, I hope I can make that five minutes early. 5.20 in Denver. <laughs> and 4.20... And I'm not kidding. 4:20 in Malibu. Really? Yeah. Malibu. All right. Yeah. And Pacific Palisades. Uh huh. All right. So we'll catch you tomorrow morning. What time again? I'm going to be talking with you at 7:20. Is that correct? 7:20 tomorrow morning. All right. And if they want anybody wants to reach me. <laughs> yes. How can people get in touch? <laughs> they can get in touch with us several ways. They can call us at 772 48. 98. They can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all our contact information comes up, Bob, or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. Beautiful. Karen Sweet O'Neill, hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you do the same. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Very good. Take care. It's First News Binghamton. We're live and local. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 63 degrees at 732. The forecast today, fog this morning, sunshine today, a high in the mid-80s. Jeff Bezos is about to soar on his space travel company's first flight with people on board. The founder of Blue Origin, as well as Amazon, will become the second billionaire to ride his own rocket. He'll blast off this morning in about an hour or so with his brother and an 18-year-old from the Netherlands and an 82-year-old woman aviator pioneer from Texas. They're going to become the youngest and oldest ever to fly in space. Blue Origin's capsule is fully automated, so there's no need for trained staff on the brief hop into space. Virgin Atlantic's Richard Branson rocket plane needs two pilots to operate. Branson beat Bezos into space on July 11th. China rejecting an accusation by Washington and its Western allies that Beijing is to blame for a hack of the Microsoft Exchange email system. A foreign ministry spokesperson complained today that Chinese entities have been hurt by U.S. government cyber attacks. The spokesperson demanded Washington drop charges announced against four Chinese nationals accused of working with the Ministry of State Security to try to steal U.S. trade secrets, technology, and disease research. The announcement that the Biden administration and European allies formally blamed Chinese government-linked hackers for ransomware attacks increased political pressure over long-running complaints against Beijing, but include no sanctions. 
New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and U.S. Senator Charles Schumer are among officials applauding Canada's move to reopen the border after 16 months of cutting off families and businesses due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Canada announced it will reopen its borders to fully vaccinated individuals with U.S. citizenship beginning August 9th for non-essential travel, but maintains a right to test anyone crossing into the country. There's a potential for more heavy rain and thunderstorms today that could cause more issues with spot flooding. The National Weather Service in Binghamton says isolated severe thunderstorms could develop this evening and tonight. There is a rainfall potential of up to a half inch with more rain on Wednesday that could add less than a tenth of an inch. Even with fairly low rainfall totals expected, authorities warn the ground is already saturated and water levels high, adding to a risk of some isolated flooding. New York State Senator Fred Akshar is asking Governor Andrew Cuomo to request a federal disaster declaration for Broome, Shenango, and Otsego counties due to the flood damage last week. The Binghamton Republican, Senator Peter Oberacker of Skenevis, and Assemblyman Joseph Angelino of Norwich say the damage from the heavy rain July 11th to the 18th is expected to run into the millions of dollars. And after being grounded due to the pandemic, the program that offers free flights from the Southern Tier to the Washington, D.C. monuments for veterans is ready to take off again. Twin Tiers Honor Flight has announced it will take flight with its 10th mission on September 15th with 75 veterans and their guests. It's 735, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Good morning, 739 WNBF. This is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. Coordinating things here in the glass, concrete, and steel-enclosed nerve center in the heart of beautiful Parlor City. It is quite a masterpiece when you consider we're in an iconic building. Yes, it is iconic. <laughs> it used to be Sisson's Department Store. And this used to be the bargain basement. But now it's the nerve center of the most beautiful and most experienced news team in the Twin Tiers. So we have the experience, we have the news and the information. We bring it to you Monday through Friday on First News Binghamton. We have you covered. And we also have you covered with more information and the opportunity for you to speak your mind on WNBF's Binghamton Now program, the longest-running talk show, I think, ever on WNBF, still going strong after nearly a decade, now in its fabulous new time slot. Listen to Binghamton Now weekday mornings from 8 to 10. Right here on News Radio 1290, WNBF News Time 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And we're off to a fairly smooth start on the roadways around Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties. We're not aware of any serious travel problems. If you see a certain issue, a crash, or some other potential problem that you think should be spread to other motorists, let us know. You can call our traffic tip line at 607-772-1290. 
We do have a little patchy, dense fog in parts of the Twin Tiers this morning, reducing visibility in places, so you may have to slow down as you travel through some areas. That should be gone shortly, and we're looking forward to a fairly nice day. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny, high 86. Tonight, cloudy, showers and thunderstorms. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds, low 63, partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 76. Sunny Thursday, high 77. Right now, 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 741. Coming up at 745, a sports update. A huge win for the Mets last night in Cincinnati, a high-scoring game. We'll have the details in just a few minutes. Also, at 7.48, Wall Street Now, a preview of the Tuesday Business Day. All that and more as we continue. We're live and local Tuesday, July 20th, 2021. I'm Bob Joseph. WNBF News Time, 7.48. First News Binghamton on a Tuesday morning, WNBF News Time, 745. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And baseball fans in Binghamton will be able to look forward to six games at home as the Rumble Ponies swing back into action tonight at the stadium when they host. The Seawolves from Erie. First pitch at 6.35 tonight. Keep your fingers crossed. I know there are storms in the forecast, but hopefully they won't prevent baseball from being played here in the Parlor City. Last night in Cincinnati, things were rather busy. High-scoring game for the Mets and the Reds. Michael Conforto hit his second home run of the game in the 11th inning, and that gave New York a 15-10 lead over Cincinnati. One ball, no strikes on Conforto, the pitch. That's it in the air to deep center field. Back for this one is Naquin, and that ball is gone. Back-to-back homers in the 11th. Conforto's hit two tonight, and the Mets now have a 15-10 lead. And ultimately, the Mets managed to hang on for a 15-11 win in Cincinnati. The Yankees were off last night. They'll be hosting the Phillies in the Bronx tonight. So a lot going on in the world of baseball. Also, uh, one other uh, sports note in Buffalo. And I wish I was there. I had the opportunity to be there last night, except it would have interfered with my <clears throat> responsibilities here at First News Binghamton. But I was invited to be at the game last night in Buffalo as the Red Sox and the Blue Jays played. And I would have loved this game. I, I know someone, a friend, who was actually at the game and... She is a big Red Sox fan, and so uh, she was, I'm sure, happy with the outcome last night. Boston beat Toronto 13-4. to 
Rookie Jaron Duran hit his first Major League homer. Dylan Santana and Rafael Devers added blast, and J.T. Martinez broke out of a slump with four hits as the Red Sox stopped a two-game skid. Red Sox starter Nick Pavetta allowed four runs on 11 hits and two walks while recording four strikeouts in six and two-thirds innings. Again, a big win for the Red Sox, defeating the Blue Jays in Buffalo last night, 13-4. to And that's a look at sports on this Tuesday morning from News Radio 1290, WNBF, WNBF.com. And now... Business news. Business news. 18 minutes and 48 minutes after every hour, 748. Let's get a preview of what's ahead on Wall Street. Wall Street now mounting anxiety over the spread of the Delta coronavirus variant handed the Dow Jones its worst session since October. The Dow yesterday gave up 726 points to close back below 34,000. The S&P 500 gave up 1.5%. The Nasdaq Composite lost 1%. Oil prices also fell Monday. Investors fearing that the Delta variant will stall travel and decrease demand for fuel. U.S. crude futures dropped 7.5% to 66.42 a barrel. The nation's three largest opioid distributors reportedly plan to move forward with a $21 billion global settlement of lawsuits. Opioid overdoses have claimed more than 500,000 lives worldwide since 1999. It's launch day for Jeff Bezos and his Blue Origin Space Tourism Company. Bezos and a crew of three will strap themselves onto the new Shepard rocket and blast off for an 11-minute journey into suborbital space. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you, James. 749 WNBF. So a lot could happen with uh, the markets today. I think it's going to be a volatile week. Just have that sense. started off... um, shall we say, inauspiciously. But the way things look now, after uh, some losses on Monday, at this point, looking at the futures, it's not bad. The Dow futures are up 208. The NASDAQ futures are up 50. And the S&P futures also are up at this stage, up 17. So we'll see what happens when the markets open on Wall Street in Exactly 100 minutes at 9.30. Of course, we're also keeping an eye on Jeff Bezos and his planned flight into space, which should uh, happen in just over an hour. We will keep you posted. We will keep you posted. I'm excited about this. You know, the only thing that disappoints me is at the last, virtually the last minute, they chose that kid. I think he's 18. He shows that um, 18-year-old man, he's no kid, to go along on the ride. I was hoping when that one person canceled, the person who they said, they claimed, somebody um, had put down $26 million so they could take a flight with Jeff Bezos into space, and then the claim was they had some sort of problem. A scheduling conflict. When I heard that, a scheduling conflict, I could only roll my eyes. If you had $26 million at your disposal to make a bid to go into space with Jeff Bezos on this Tuesday morning, 
I think you would clear your schedule. I would. I think there's more to the story. They have not identified the person who was planning to go into space for $26 million. I personally am not going to buy the story that he or she has a scheduling conflict. Maybe somebody told them, you better not go. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Somebody who found out that they were planning to ride into space, maybe somebody said, hey, that's our last $26 million, and I'll be darned if you blow $26 million, the last $26 million we have, and blow it on a very short trip into space. What were you thinking, Bob? Oops. Oops. 7.52. It's First News Binghamton on a Tuesday morning, 65 in downtown Binghamton. Expecting a sunny day today with a high around 8. F News time, 7.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And a nice start to the Tuesday commute, whether you are traveling to work, taking the kids to some sort of summer program, maybe camp or something special, or maybe you're just headed out for a nice drive around the region, or maybe you're just traveling through the Binghamton area. We have no reports of major delays on the interstates or on the 17, so that's good news. Watch out for work zones. Be careful out there. There will be some work going on on county roadways, local roadways, and, of course, state highways as well. Pay close attention as you drive. Slow down in the work zones. Give them a break. That's important. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Some areas of fog still possible in parts of the Twin Tiers for another hour or so. Otherwise, mostly sunny today, high 86. Cloudy tonight with showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds, low 63. Partly sunny tomorrow with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 76. And the extended outlook, sunny Thursday and Friday with the high both days, 77. Right now, it's 65 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF. National Weather Service advises that scattered showers and thunderstorms late this afternoon and tonight could be severe, and there may be damaging wind gusts and large hail, with soil still very wet. From several bouts of rain over the past week, isolated flash flooding will be possible. Locations that recently experienced flooding will be more vulnerable to additional rainfall so pay attention to changing weather conditions remember it won't take too much rain in some spots to cause potential flash flooding so pay attention situational awareness that could save lives again right now it's 65 in downtown binghamton at news radio 1290 wnbf news time 757 coming up The top stories from around the nation and around the world with ABC at 8 o'clock. And then the local and regional report live from the WNBF News Center with Kath. The news is next. And then the Tuesday edition of Binghamton Now. The phone lines will be open in just minutes at 772-1290. I'm Bob Joseph. Love to talk with you. 
next on Binghamton Now, here on News Radio 1290. WNBF Binghamton, WNBF.